Aloha. I've heard I've heard people saying that I've got a John Cena look. Oh, Gino Ariema. I saw that he got vid. But unfortunately, he recovered. Hello. And welcome. We're back. From the ballerlifestyle.com. It's the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Brian Beckner. Thank you very much for joining the show. Episode number, I wrote it down this time, 365, because if you listened last week, you might have heard me say 365, and it was actually episode number 364. Hey, that's just like whatever, okay? Like, it's hard to remember sometimes when you don't write things down. That's all right. Um, If you did not listen to episode 364, I cannot recommend it enough i mean we're pretty funny here every week but last week was a really really special episode we did the sidekicks the greatest sidekicks tournament which was just a blast because there were just a lot of random names from tv and movies that you probably hadn't thought about in a long time and it was everybody had really strong opinions about things but we also had our dear friend jason stewart as a guest last week and i know a lot of people that listen to the show are fans of his if you are a fan of jason stewart you i cannot express to you enough how important it is to listen to episode 364 because it was a command performance that that the man has been on this show many many times including the inside the actors studio episode where we celebrated his career as an actor in Lifetime and USA movies. This he outdid himself this week. There's also there's also sometimes when he comes on to review a movie and he doesn't say anything for 45 minutes and that's also a great J Stu performance. But this this week, this past episode episode 364, the sidekicks t- bracket was the, by far the best he's ever been. I cannot recommend it enough. Uh, I am joined now as always by someone I know also enjoyed the sidekicks bracket, Ed Daly. Ed, how are you, buddy? Uh, I'm doing well. I I was just watching. I'm, I'm, it's halftime of the Gonzaga USC game, and they are they are getting smoked. Yes, uh, USC's getting smoked. Yeah. But um, Gonzaga is just so they might lose to Baylor, but yes. I, they look so much better than everyone out there. Every game I've seen them, I, I've watched a lot of them this year. Yeah. And it was kind of like watching them pass and and be great. It was kind of like Jay Stew. He was he was his most Jay Stewiest, and that's right. And he really brought it. He was he was terrific. Peak Jay um, Stew. Just really, I don't want to give too much away. Yeah, I just enjoyed all of it. I enjoyed yeah. it. He he's um, he, he's he's a guy of our generation, a child of the eighties. He's a few years older than Ed and I, but he's still of our generation. I'll just I'll just give you one teaser if you haven't listened to the episode yet. He had to Google because he was not familiar with styles from Teen Wolf. But not just that. After you know, just hammering him 
for uh, many times during the show, he admitted he was the one on the Teen Wolf podcast with us. Yeah, we we reviewed <laughs> Teen Wolf probably in the round 150 episode range. Yeah, it wasn't that long ago. I mean, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it was amazing. It, and it wasn't like he was like, oh, this is the first time I've seen Teen Wolf. Like he was familiar with the source material, and yet he wasn't. It's, but he got tripped up with the H or not HB, uh, MTV uh, teen yeah. version of it. Like the like, it's like yeah. a teen drama. It's nothing was, like the Michael J. Fox show. He was confused. Like he didn't even go Teen Wolf two, where he's like, oh, where, where Bateman was a boxer. No, no, no. He didn't. He that would have been like, oh, okay. He's somehow he's it was a long time ago. Right. He's conflated which one and werewolf, two. Yeah, yeah. No, it was just a really. Really special performance. We love Jay Stu. Um, love having. Speaking him of speaking of somebody who's a, just a bit older than us. Well, he he was the same high school class as you on TV. But I want to say happy fifty seventh birthday to Ian Ziering today. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Fifty seven, and he graduated in the class in ninety three. Unbelievable. That is it's an amazing 57. casting. And the funny thing was, yeah. he wasn't the biggest eyesore when it came to casting, so he didn't really get as much. Like there wasn't as much criticism of the role of Steve because, they had, because she was like almost the same age as Jim Walsh. Yeah. No, stunning. <laughs> it's just stunning. I mean, and but also at the time, of course, none of them looked high school age. Mm-mm. But but Zeering, Steve Sanders, by far the greatest character on that show. He drove a oh, Corvette yeah. to high school. He had sure. a, he had a, a permed mullet. He was clearly an adult man. And, the only one who was of age yeah. um, was was Bag. Yeah, yeah, Bag. Who and he who, turned out to be good looking. Yeah, he he turned out to be the snack of nine hundred two one zero. Like, but he's then, about he our a, age, like right. maybe a yeah. little older, but about yeah. our age. Yeah, yeah, he does well. He's handsome. He's a yeah, good looking dude. Handsome. Like that's you know that's kind of a bummer. Uh, okay. Oh, speaking of that, I noticed. So when have my Bruins? Are my Bruins playing? They play the the late game against uh, tonight. Um, yeah, against oh. Michigan. Oh, okay, I'll watch it while we're while we're editing the show. And then the one thing I, as I see Baylor advancing along the way to the Final Four, it is kind of I, it does harken back to the time. Remember when one player on Baylor murdered another player on Baylor and the coach I know one like, of them was Carlton Dodson. I don't know if he was the murderer or murderee. Me, me either. And the and the coach was like Dave Bliss was the coach and he's like, yeah. "Oh, hold up, hold up, hold up. Let's just say he was a drug dealer." I uh, I, I know implore you anyone him. to watch. I think it was yeah. a Showtime documentary. Yeah. It was really good and they broke it down and it's 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 mind-blowing yeah. how that guy yeah. even yeah. got I mean, he got a shitty yeah, small Christian college in the middle of nowhere job and got fired after the documentary came out. But like, yeah, what? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's astonishing. Just, that guy didn't serve real time. And the guy, the whistleblower, I think never worked again. Like yeah. that's, that's what happens. A lot of these situations, yeah, whistleblowers get fucked. It's crazy. And for, for college basketball in a small town, it's just unbelievable. Um, I, I, I gotta say something cause I, I made this discovery and I know, and I, I, I think it's right that we don't, um, it, we shouldn't be commenting on um, women's looks, right? Yeah. But if the yeah. person themselves 
is trades on their looks. It well, no, but is a disgusting human being and like awful to other people. I feel like their looks can be in play sometimes. Yeah, and sure. So I want. I just texted you a picture. Are we sure Marjorie Taylor Greene isn't the oldest handsome brother? <laughs> oh, she does. I mean, she, yeah. I sent you the side by side, yeah. and I'm, I'm, I'm seeing a lot. I mean, yes, could just be straightened and bleached hair, but they look the same. She does. Yeah, Isaac. Is it Isaac, the oldest Hanson? I think so. That sounds yeah. familiar. Mbop was, in fact, a bop. It was. It was for sure. I, I don't think the Hanson brothers are big um, advocates for birth control because oh, I think they, all of them have like six or seven kids. They're like the D- Duggars. Is that? I the- think they might. I think they might be Quiverfuls. I, I could be just making that up, like whatever Philip Rivers is. They're from Oklahoma, yeah. And so you know, maybe I see it. I see a resemblance. Could be a could be a a family family origins cousins or something. She's, she's an awful person. So I, I oh yeah feel nothing no, great about yeah. uh, poking yeah. fun at her looks. Yeah. But anyway, I just thought yes. it, you know I'd never seen anyone pointed out, and I really just before the show I saw that picture of her, and I was like, that looks like. Kind of does. Kind of does. The oldest Hanson. Uh, okay, let's do some voicemails. Mm-hmm. He's so easy to hate. Your time he likes to waste. His calls are far from great. His calls are far from great. He's such a stupid fuck. He seems down on his luck. His voicemails really suck. His voicemails really suck. No one's enjoying him. He's so annoying. Plus, so fucking boring and worthless. But he's got nothing else to do. And he's even worse than ish, 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 ish. His thoughts are useless shit, 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 shit. He's fat and got big tit, 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 tits. He's very well in Armenia. Okay, let's check in with the voicemailers. Hey, fellas, uh, this is your boy, Mark the Nomad, just calling. Uh, Mark the Nomad, friend of the show. Good to hear from you, buddy. Yeah. Good guy. Are we? He's he's a good guy. You guys buried the hatchet, right? After you guys had that beef on the show? You, <laughs> it was, you guys were it was getting a little Michigan heavy. Yeah. And, um, and I just... You know, or it was like Detroit Lions yeah, having something like that, yeah. and I I tapped out, and then I got shamed into following him again. Yeah, and then still, and a I lot gotta of that. say, they're in the Elite Eight, and I've been reading a lot of like Hail Fight On Victor. Ooh. You know, one of those like fight song things, and yeah. I saw a couple of those, and I was like, buddy, you make it you make it hard to love you. But he's he he does have some funny, engaging stuff. It's just when it's there's a, a sporting dude. event on, yeah. Uh, I advise everyone to stay away from. Yeah, Mr. he's Murphy. a great dude. I wonder if he's sad about Matt Stafford, a uh, friend of the show, Travis Rogers. He works for the Ram and Rams, and he is all of the sudden just all over Matt Stafford's nuts. It's like I don't know how. I think he's. I think he's fucking really good, and he's he's just been skunked by a bad yeah, franchise. Yeah. I we'll think see. that was a huge move for. Yeah. Oh, there was one story. That uh, one of the guys was like, oh, this is a huge upgrade 
And then they traded him to the Lions, too, from the Rams. Oh, no. Oh, what? it was like a prominent guy. I Michael had, Brockers? Like, I think so. Yeah, and, I think they might have traded a linebacker. I don't really pay attention to sports. Yeah, I gotta and be so, yeah, so the Brockers are like, yeah, just, let's yeah. just say this is a massive upgrade. And then they traded yeah. him there. Like, how does yeah. his quarterback I, get along there? I, I just don't know how the how Matt Stafford is going to take the field. And I know he's thrown for a lot of touchdowns in all his um, zero runs to the playoffs in his career. But I don't know how he's going to take the field with Travis Rogers, who's a very big guy, actually hanging from his ball sack during the game. <laughs> like, it's just like how, like, you know, it's like all he's going to be able to throw is screens and just like little underneath That's right. duck routes. Well, it's going to be real can't quick, go down. quick slants because yeah. you, you, you can't al- allow a play to develop and have to move around the pocket when you no. got somebody hanging Trav's a big Trav's a big dude. If he's on your bag... While you're trying to play in the NFL, I mean, yeah. that could be problematic. Nothing okay. but quick slants. <laughs> a couple of things, you know, getting caught up on the show, and uh, I was listening to uh, a couple of your voicemails. Been in the 906, uh, I have to concur. When I heard that guy's voice, it made him a dick move. So, you know, keep keep calling. I want kind of did. I'm not afraid to admit. I mean, Ben in the 906, his voice, I could feel it in my balls. It well, gave my balls a little warm-up. Pre-show, you were saying how you re-listened to the show because of Jay Stu's greatness, and I did yeah. too. Yeah, and uh, I was riding my bike, and I yeah, yeah it got got a little uh, different feeling. I, yeah. I got listening to the the, the pipes. I don't want. I, like, I'm not saying. Uh, look, we all know LSU Lala. He calls in. He fucks a lot. He's he's fucked so much in his life. It's countless number of sex partners. Well, with his pipes, I mean, yeah. he he sounds handsome, but yeah. I think with the eyes closed, just that that voice, yes. He, yes. that's what had him uh, reaching numbers he it's, couldn't calculate. Yeah, and we're and we're maybe we're so used to LSU Lala's voice that it's you know it's just it's, it's not the it's, only handsome voice. It's like a grass is greener situation. I mean, the grass is still green with Lala, but of this band is nine oh six has a beautiful voice. Hear those those tones, and you know. All that good shit. Another thing is, um, you know, about the ice rankings with Dolomite D, I'm, I'm not trying to be hypercritical. I don't have the best voice myself. But Dolomite, when you call the show, can you do us all a favor and not go over your ice rankings in a tone that suggests you're a clown that entices kids into your garage to kill and then bury under your house a la John Wayne Gacy? Um, creepy fucking voice, dude. Good guy. Creepy fucking voice. Wow. Voice shaming. Wow, I don't. That is a that is a hard shot I, at a friend of the show, Dolomite. I, I didn't feel that uh, from the call. No, not at all. I th- I think Dolomite has a nice voice. I don't. Sure, I, I did. Like feel... somebody pointed out on Twitter that he yeah. was shaming about uh, he because he's about the real baller ice. Yeah. And then he, it was in the same uh, paragraph that he talked about fixing his dishwasher from YouTube. Yeah, that's that's true. That's, that's baller too, though. I know it's baller in it's a its different own kind way, of baller. Like, he's talking about like high end shit, and then he's like, and then yeah. I, I got that's, on YouTube and fixed my dishwasher. And by the way, good. yeah, I'm I'm as ghetto as it gets. I still have just a towel under say, my dishwasher. It's disgusting. Say, just, have you even put the Have you even put the model number in a Google search yet? No. No, I I considered it like three times over the last week, and I'm like, yeah, eventually.
you're it's you're gonna see how easy it is and you're gonna you're gonna curse yourself for not doing it yeah. sooner that said i have lived in the same apartment many will remember i had a hasty exit i've lived in the same apartment for roughly i don't know 15 months and while the like outer areas are decorated there's things on the walls shelves yeah i only recently and by I recently got your housewarming gift too. There's yeah you did i have the guy fieri doll you know the direct tv guy came over and he was real blown away by the guy fieri doll he's like hey is that the is that the guy on tv and i'm and he's just like gazing oh and i'm like what and he's like the little guy with the food and i'm like what and i go and i realize he's looking at my guy fieri doll that ed sent me and i'm like Oh yeah, Guy Fieri. Yeah, that's him. Oh yeah, I like that guy. Um, I have shelves and stuff up. I only recently, like within the last couple months, got drapes. I would say within the last month, I got drapes. I, got, I drapes are really yeah tough thing. To, I, we we Michelle complained for about a decade about um about wanting to get blinds like proper blinds. Yes. And yes. she complained for a decade. Yeah, fine. Like it took it took ten years for us to actually change something. Like yeah, that's, that's not an easy fix. I I am on the second floor, and I am so I'm and I'm on a cul de sac, so I'm kind of like on display mm. for. And one time, my girlfriend was standing there, like near the balcony, in a, sort of a see through shirt. And ever and that one of my neighbors was out on the street, and ever since then, that neighbor's been like super friendly to both of us. <laughs> okay, like hey, how, hey man, how's it going? What have you been up to? Like never spoke <laughs> to me before. So and so, I was like, oh, I better get drapes because people are looking at me. But so I get it. I get I get uh, the, the the home repair thing. You know, I'm I'm the biggest procrastinator in the world. Uh, here's another voicemail. Hey guys, I'm not even through the first. Uh, round of the first regional and I've, I've got a call in it. I find Jason entertaining in his own uh, twisted way, I guess. But for someone of our age that has never watched Magnum, that is a uh, big black mark on his record. I, I don't want this, of course, is LSU La La, in case you're not quickly, incredibly you, turned on. Right. In, if, in case you didn't realize you're having the urge to have sexual intercourse suddenly because of the dulcet tones of his beautiful voice, the voice of a man who has fucked a great many times. He's, he's, if you haven't listened to episode 364, he's spoiling something that just stunned all of us. I just, I still can't get over it. Jason Stewart, a man, I think he's like late forties, grew up, Peak Magnum. Magnum was on at nine o'clock on, I think, Thursday nights on CBS. It was a massive, massive show. Every it was in the zeitgeist. Everybody talked about it. Everybody watched it. Jason Stewart has n was not familiar with the characters. I have a Magnum has, mask, and yes. everybody and like when I go out. I mean, this pandemic has been going on for a long fucking time. Yeah, Anytime I go out with it. Somebody's like, yeah. "Hey, Magnum PI. Oh, Tom Selleck. Like they, they know. Oh yeah, everyone oh, yeah. knows it's, that. It's been a, it's been a big Halloween costume for thirty years. People, if 
growing up, if you're in like in high school, if your shorts were too short, everybody'd be like, Hey, check out Beckner. You see him wearing those magnums? <laughs> like it's like it's just was a th- it's so in the zeitgeist, in the cultural awareness that right. it, he and he, he didn't know anything. He doesn't. But, he's never seen Magnum. Not but a minute why that of was a beautiful performance is because most people would be like, well, "I know Magnum's a big deal. I gotta just kind of yes. take a stand on it." Yes, Jason didn't. Jason no. was full, fully upfront about the fact that yeah. he just never watched it, he which is mind blowing. But what yeah. what makes it great? Yes. Respect it. Yeah. No, I respect it. He didn't he didn't know who Rick nor T C were. Right. And what couldn't say, Oh, I'll just take one or the other. And I refuse to believe and he's been on this show a million times. We we talk about Magnum like at least every other episode. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, it's, he knew just, we knew we were into it. Unbelievable. It's just <laughs> stunning. Let's continue. L S U Lala. And I thought that was bad, but when he did not know who Styles was, <laughs> Brian, I, yes. I think you should have just hung up the phone right there. Uh, uh, I don't know how how you managed to go on. I mean, I just got out of the vehicle, so I haven't heard past it. So maybe you did do us a favor and hung up on him right then and there, which you should have, and you'd have been well within your right to do so. But uh, I, I think you need to reexamine your friendship with Jason after – all this is coming to light and uh, really, really think hard about whether he should ever be on another show again. I, I, I get probably, where you're coming. He, he probably I, hasn't even gone to the I Love Lucy part. No, yes. I, I get where you're coming from, LSU. But counterpoint, yeah. it's almost like we need to have him on twice as often just yes. to find out what other things he doesn't know. Sure. You know, they play that game on Stern where they like ask Beetlejuice questions. Yeah. Yeah, feel like we might need to come up with something like that. Not yeah, saying he's—I'm not saying yeah. he's without a brain like Beetlejuice, but yeah. it—you know—somebody who's a, a guy who was born in the '70s who yes. doesn't know Magnum PI. Yes, there's there's it's limitless what he isn't aware of. It's it's one of the most well-known things that exists for people of a certain age. Of I was on a. I talked about it last week. I don't think the episodes come out. I was on this pod. Oh no, I can't remember what it's called. I was on this podcast as a guest, the hard luck show. And I made a couple references and they stopped the show to ask their intern if he, uh, if he understood the reference. And of course <laughs> he never did, but the intern was 23. Jason is of the, of the, is in the exact age of someone who should have been watching or at the very least seen at least an entire season of Magnum. Not not every episode, as as I have many even, times in reruns. Even if he didn't like the show, it, there wasn't enough on. He would have at least by accident seen 10 or 12 episodes. Of course. I, Matt, you, you're flipping channels. And back in the day, you used to flip channels. On. Yeah, you used to flip channels. You flip channels and you see a fucking guy in a Hawaiian shirt with a with a forty five caliber handgun and a fucking Detroit Tigers hat on, driving a Ferrari. Jason's in You're gonna baseball. stop for a minute. Yes. You'd be like, oh, what's going on here? Baseball Sp- guy. Fucking Magnum loved Al Kaline. That was his favorite player. Everybody knows that. <laughs> Just stunning. Okay, one more voicemail. 
Hey, Brian Beckner, why the hell haven't you called P-Raj and Sleestack? Oh, this is our friend Manuel. Manuel. Kind of sad to- we didn't get the, the formal intro. Yeah, Brian Brian Beck, easy, Ed- easy Eduardo. Easy Eduardo Diario. Uh, he just jumps right into it. Yeah. He's, Manuel has called, it's my understanding, has called and represented our show on. Yeah, thank you, Manuel. Travis, tra- Travis and Slee, which is on nighttime, nighttime locally on, on nights that there aren't Laker games here in LA. I will call in, Manuel. I will call into that show. What up, Daly? Hey, uh, I just uh, saw that uh, us fat Americans just got a special treat, which to me is like more like fecal matter packaged up. Okay, don't be gross. And put out for purchase. Peeps and Pepsi apparently have gotten together to make some kind of mutant soft. Oh, have you heard about this, Ed? No. There's like a there's like a Peeps flavored. You know what Peeps are, right? Yeah, yeah. Disgusting Easter treat. Disgusting. So disgusting. There's like a Peeps flavored Pepsi beverage oh, coming God. out. For e- for Easter, which is it's around Easter time right now, and like, but like I'm not I'm not a soda fan in general. No, but I'm I Pepsi. No, no one drinks Pepsi. It, like, look, that was a Pepsi? thing when Laverne. we were kids. Yeah, yeah. When we were kids, yep. and then I thought Pepsi and Burger King like they just fell off the map. Right. Yeah. No, I agree. Like I would. I'm not a big soda drinker, but I would like given the choice. I'd probably hit an RC before I hit a Pepsi. Or yeah. last time I was in uh, Austin, went to, went out to one of the barbecue places at, in Lockhart. Dr. Pepper. Well, they had the Mexican Coke, which oh, I love Mexican Coke. Yeah, because they do. They were I, I for whatever reason. Maybe I was driving. Yeah, so I yeah. just yeah. I I, oh. I was like I'd never had Mexican Coke. I was like, what's this? It's great. Yeah. yeah, got the real sugar in it. Yeah. Love Mexican Coke. Uh, okay, let's continue. I mean, if that soft drink tastes anything like the real peeps, I wouldn't drink that with your mouth, Brian Becker. Mm, that's an old school that joke. I like it. disgusting, dude. Yeah. I can't tell you like how many years it's been since uh, I've drank a Pepsi. I mean, Same. they weren't that bad, but I am Team Coke, I guess. Um, but peeps... That has to me be the most horrendous, putrid-tasting candy yeah. uh, there is. This awful. side of candy Disgusting. cigarettes Disgusting. back in the day, yep. or uh, what else? Um, a Neko wafers. Neko wafers were terrible. My God, yeah, disgusting. That's what is like, that even? Talk about some hurt your teeth. They're like tums. Fucking candies. Yeah. So. Uh, do yourself a favor, America. Oh. Get yourself a Cadbury egg. Or- Fuck. I was right there with Manuel this whole time. He's he's advocating getting chocolate covered semen. Helping helping yourself to a cum filled egg, <laughs> cum filled chocolate shell. I don't think so, buddy. Uh-uh, a Cadbury egg. Oh. Now, if you want, if you want to talk one of those fucking Reese's eggs, I'll, we can talk. My, Peanut uh, butter and chocolate. My son loves like jelly beans. Oh, stuff, I like, like jelly stuff beans. like that. Yeah. He yeah. got 
he got a uh, Michelle got him a bag of Starburst jelly beans. They're delicious. Oh, I've had those. No, those are very good. I've had those. Really good. Yeah. No, I've had those. Those are fantastic. I like, here's my lane. If it's candy, it's anything in the sour world. Yeah. I fuck with. I like sour stuff. I like gummy bears, uh, juji fruit. I like a juji fruit. That's so hard, so hard to chew. I don't, these veneers can't take that. I've already cracked one of my canine veneers and it's like, 1500 bucks for a new one so i just got to walk around with a chip tooth for a while i can't do juju bees those are like lacquer oh, but oh that's what i was thinking of that's what the ju- little ju- pellets yeah they're the pellets juju fruits are a little better as long as they're not stale those are the ones that are shaped like fruits yes yeah you know what else i fuck with mike and or ike oh i fuck with mike and ike those are delicious. Um, also, and you know what else I fuck with? And you're not going to like this, Ed. I know this is going to be controversial. Black licorice. Or as I like to call it, licorice. <laughs> uh, I'm, not, I, I'm not a big fan. But, I mean, it's been a good 25 years since I've attempted it. Um, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a polarizing flavor. I get it. I understand I like that people don't fish. like it. Oh, yeah. Swedish fish. You know how I got. You know how I got shamed on the show for saying Swedish fish were red. Noted a candy aficionado, Travis Rogers, reached out after that show because he listened. Occasionally, he listens. Well, they to are red. They are red, but he said, "Actually, Brian and Travis knows everything about candy." He's like, "Actually, Brian, you were right." He's like, "They didn't used to be all red. They used to be multicolored back in the day." Because Travis Rogers' dad was a big wig at Sears, oh. and on his way home from work, he'd swing by the fucking candy department and load up a bag. What a dad, by the way. What a yeah. fucking dad. Travis Rogers had the, the the most beautiful childhood. His dad would swing by the, you know, they had the big like tubs of candy back in the day, and he'd, he'd load up a pound of Swedish fish and bring them home for the boys, and they were multicolored. They didn't used to all be red. I don't know if I've ever had that. Yeah, yeah, I uh, I fuck with Swedish fish too. So, uh, well, uh, Manuel, I, this was your, one of your best calls that you've ever made. But I, I, I got trouble with the the cum cumberry cream egg that you're recommending because that's just a disgusting candy. I'm sorry. Something, something else. Just your plain old chocolate bunny. Chocolate bunnies are horrible. But uh, I'd steer clear of those peeps, Pepsi. Of course, that is just nasty. Totally agree, 100% agree, other than the bad takes that you had there. And I will I will call in and speak to Travis and or Slee in the, in the coming weeks. I promise you that. A uh, couple of emails, then we'll get to the sports. Good morning, Brian and quote Ed. I am writing you today and not calling because I'm still feeling some shame from my last two calls to the show. I was real fucked up on wine in my backyard and my voice... <laughs> It sounded was playing at three quarters speed. I don't apologize about the content. Wait, Telly. Did you did you read this already? I feel like he's talked about being wine drunk in the backyard. Did we? I don't remember. Or maybe he said it on Twitter. Oh, and uh, now- you know what, Ed? I've opened the wrong document okay. here. I'm looking at 
not our rundown. I'm looking at our rundown from a couple weeks ago. That is a huge, huge error on my part. Let's see what we got here. Here we go. Because this is Drew, right? No, 363. We're on 365. I paste all of the emails into a doc into a single document, and I number it the number of the show, and I've opened the wrong one. Which I is think that's that a was first Drew who talked about the yeah the wine. This is it right here, 365, my bad. Brian, in air quotes, Ed, you had a caller, maybe email, ask a question a few pods back that has kept coming back to me. A question that I think a lot of people, especially athletes, are probably asking themselves. Wait, did I read this one last week too? No, I don't think so. Hold on. Is there a poon gene? The caller talked about his father and uncles needing it and about how he fu- he too finds himself needing it. The age old nature or nurture. Did he observe his father and uncles needing it and have that behavior imprint on him? Oh, this is like Richard Ramirez. Or is there some sort of genetic marker that makes him need it more than the average person? It's questions like these that make me lament the fact that Kobe Bryant only had daughters and no sons. Hashtag girl dad. <laughs> is this, oh my God. Because had Kobe fathered a son and subsequently... subsequently been incinerated while forcing his pilot to fly through the fog you bitch ass pussy i have an eighth grade girls basketball game to get to we might have finally had an answer to the question jesus emailer maybe son kobe would have had an unexplainable need to tree a concierge every time he walked into a hotel lobby then we would have our answers alas the mystery continues thanks Pete in Pocatello. Pete. Kobe only had daughters and he would continue. You know, if you have two of one sex of a child, yeah. I think you have like 75%. Like Ed right, right. The, the odds go higher that you're just yeah. going to keep repeating. Right. You would probably only have boys. I have one friend that has four girls. If you got, if you get two of the same, it's more, it's like 75% or something that you're going to continue to. That's just all you got in your nuts. Pete. Clean it up, buddy. Put some respect on Kobe's name. He's passed away. He's a Hall of Famer that shot like 28% for his career and and, and peacocked his injuries. R.I.P. Uh, dear Edward and Brian, quick question. How did Jay Leno become such a pariah? Hashtag ask Brian. That's from Ryan in NorCal. I mean, so you know, for me, the time passed him by. Well, he... He was like really funny as a guest. He would he was come so, on, he was Letterman, so good on Letterman, yeah. or even as a guest host on Johnny. Yeah, I felt like he, yeah. it was a little better, maybe partially because Johnny was running out of gas. Yeah, but the whole um, hiding in the closet yeah. bullshit when he wrestled the job away from Letterman. Yeah. Then he was under more scrutiny, and he started playing it super safe because he he was, you know, doing the quote playing to middle America thing. Yeah, he was he was broad, and that worked. That was he was fucking very popular in the middle in the flat places in but the he, middle of the country. But he he definitely had more of an edge when we were kids, little kids, and he, he would be he on. He would talk about sex. He would talk about random things, and then he went 
fully bland. And so he was kind of a joke even when he was number one. I mean, just like who watches half these CBS shows that are all in the top ten? Like it's it's kind of not the same demographic that you would care about. Yeah, like this Fallon is a good is a good heir heir to Jay Leno because he's real safe. He's real broad. Safe. He yeah. He there's talent there. But he, sure. he plays Funny it guy. he plays it real safe and, and right down the middle. And it doesn't it doesn't work for me. But I, I mean, mean most people yeah. I knew what after the whole like it became a choose Letterman or Leno kind of thing. Fuck Jay Leno. Of course. Of course. It's not even close. It's not even it's not. I remember I'd be watching Letterman and be go go to a commercial and I'd be like, okay. And this is before everything was recorded, and I'd be like drinking right. my forty or whatever, and I'd be like, "Okay, let's see what let's see who's on Leno at least." And then I'd sw- switch over to the night show, and it would be like fifty minutes in, and he'd still be doing the monologue, like the mon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The monologue was like two thirds of the show because Letterman he was such would a be bad like interviewer. Four and yeah. out, three and out. Yeah, he'd come in, bam, bam, bam. Let's say hi to Paul Schaefer. Paul Schaefer, who. Made a decent run in our sidekicks tournament. If you haven't checked that out, episode 364. Uh, thank you for that, Ryan and NoCal. Uh, hello, Brian and Ed. We need to have a conversation about John Cena's hair. <laughs> I have a hard time believing that thing has human DNA. Do you have any idea the species of pelt? And can you verify provenance? I'm particularly interested in if he bartered with the Chinook. <laughs> Trading beads and trinkets for it. The nut brown color looks Pacific Northwest otter to me. As always, I am confident in the TBLS brain trust and your expertise on all things system. Thank you in advance. Have a great week, Drew in Houston. Well, Drew, hold on. I'll look up John Cena right now. John, That's a good I'm point. sure we've, I'm, I'm I'm sure we've talked about. Yeah, we've we've talked about on the show that John Cena is exactly the same age as as um john oliver, oliver yeah they've, they have the same birthday and and like they're both day. like same exact day yeah and they're both like two years younger than me right and i'm like how like john oliver well john cena like okay so he's a big i can understand he's younger than me i can't understand john oliver yeah he's younger than me. no it's it's a lot it's it's a lot okay let me do images it looks like he's dying it i from from everything I've heard, John, I, like I don't, as I as I like to explain on the show before, I I used to be a wrestling fan, but then I turned eleven, so there's not there's I'm John Cena is would have come around when I was an adult, and uh, there's no adults that watch pro wrestling, but, right? That's but that's he's, it's a soap he's opera one of for the children. Guys that pops up in uh, he was in like an Amy Poehler movie. I remember. Yeah, he yeah, he, he was, shows up in in mainstream stuff. He was in that movie where they're trying to keep their kids from fucking on. Yeah. Prom, oh, it's called Prom Night. Yeah, with Ike Barinholtz. He was, he was in Prom Night. That was, that was all right. Yeah, and 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 also uh, Leslie Mann was in that. Oh movie. yes. Using yes. that movie, Lesson Man. Uh, from all, from everything I've heard about John Cena, though, he's a good guy. I believe he was one of these bodybuilder guys at Gold's Gym in Venice, and that's where they recruited him to the WWF. From there, I don't. He's definitely dying it. 
it's hard to see because I see him with kind of like a buzz cut here. He kind of, I'll be honest, he's got strong Ed Daly vibes. He's got oh, a I've, thick I've, head of hair. I've heard, I've heard people saying that I've got a John Cena look. Yes. No, I see it. I not, mean, honestly, not the body, but yes. No, you're, you're, you have big time Jesse Plemons vibes. Everybody knows that it's Jesse Plemons is Ed's doppelganger, but this, he's got a good head of hair. I'm looking at him with a buzz. He might be dying it, but this is his original hair. As far as I can tell, unless somebody can bring me some proof. I know, I realize that these pro- pictures I'm looking at on Google image aren't probably super recent, but I got, I can't, there's nothing that tells me John Cena Who's a, who's a pro wrestler that, you know, why would I know who he is? Um, but he, his hair appears to be real, as far as I can tell. But he's he's, he's a lovely guy. He has shattered he's, all, uh, yes. what do you call it, records? Make-A-Wish. Make-A-Wish mm-hmm. records. Mm-hmm. So. Good dude. Good dude. Good dude. Uh, yeah. No, you know, no, no problem with old John Cena. Uh, hello, Brian and Ed. Oh, no, that was the one I just read. Uh, Brian and quote Ed, what a fantastic opening in rate race in Bahrain to kick off the F1 season. Was it fantastic? The fucking it's the same top three every week. It's Lewis Hamilton, Max Verstappen and Valtteri Bottas, Botas, the Finn who I didn't just didn't realize he was a Finn until recently. I thought he was Russian uh, right down to the final lap with Sir Lewis Finns Hamilton narrow kind of the same thing. Right, yeah, they're right next to each other. Uh, with Sir Lewis Hamilton narrowly edging out Max Verstappen. The opening race sets up so many questions heading into the 2021 season. I mean, it really doesn't. It's the same every year. Can Red Bull push Mercedes for the constructor's crown? Can Max win his first world championship? Do you think Max Verstappen... And I know you don't follow this, Ed. I'm asking. I'm saying it rhetorically so I can be funny. Do you think Max Verstappen has an edge on the rest of the field because of his otherworldly peripheral vision? Like, there's Does no he have the like Jimbo Fisher eyes. Yes, Max Verstappen could never be killed by a mountain lion. <laughs> He's like no no bird of prey. Assuming you know, back in the day, if you've read the book Sapiens. Back in the day, there used to be eagles like 12 feet high on this planet. They would fucking come down and snatch up humans if they wanted to, but they wouldn't be able to get Max Verstappen because he would be able to react quick enough and scurry down into a little hole to get away from him. Uh, Will McLaren, McLaren, that's kind of my team. I'm kind of a McLaren guy because of the papaya livery. John Cena's on the commercial right now. Oh, amazing. Will McLaren poke its head into the upper division with Mercedes and Red Bull? I think they will. Has Ferrari found the speed they lacked in 2020? Is Yuki Sonoda actually a six-year-old girl? (laughs) So there's a driver for the AlphaTauri team, Ed, which is like Red Bull's B team. He's a Japanese guy. Yeah. He is the size of a small child. I think he's 5'2". He's so little, but very fast. He got points this week. And perhaps most importantly, how much liquor did Mother Verstappen consume while cooking Baby Max? Oh, that's Max? your point. 
Yeah. Yes. Fetal alcohol syndrome. Those eyes, those eyes are pretty far apart. Yeah. He looks like he could be the third property brother. I'll just say that. <laughs> do do you think having eyes on the side of his head like a fish allow him to see stealing my shit? Allow him to see other drivers approaching from extreme angles. Do you think it allows him to see poon that other normal drivers are? normal eyed drivers might miss and lastly if the prey version of max verstappen is getting additional poon is lewis currently consulting physicians to have his eye sockets widened enjoy the races pete and pocatello unbelievable okay let's talk some sports My name is Brian They call me the other guy I host a podcast show I'll give hetero life a try What a voice on this guy writes, Bill. Yeah, great voice. something on my hand That makes you think I'm not a man Perfect pitch. It's just my crew rings, you see they're as sparkly as can be. I'm I don't What I remember pointing out when he first would send us songs, I still find it funny that like there was a chance his wife would walk in as he's singing that song, like recording it. Um. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That would like, be how amazing. Do you, how do you explain that one? Oh no! I was I no. I'm, I'm yeah. singing about Troy on DVD. It's Fun. yeah. It's for a podcast show, <laughs> and it's. I thought it'd be funny to call the host gay, and it's like, and actually, and actually, it's a great honey, song. It's good. It's just it hilarious is, to it's, think somebody it's, sat and recorded that. It's it's incredible. It's yes. It's a it's a truly a blessing. Thank you, writes a bill. So. Uh, the top pick in the upcoming NFL draft, Trevor Lawrence from Clemson, he's yeah. he's pretty religious and he's pretty disgusted with the new Satan shoes that contain a drop of blood by Lil Nas X. And he yeah. tweeted, line has to be drawn somewhere, SMH, shaking my head. Um, I don't, like this Lil Nas X... I don't know anything about well, him. Well, I know he's the Old Town Road guy. He's yeah. He's he, he did. He had a massive mass. He's that was he's a one great of the marketer. one of the biggest like hit songs of our lifetime. Like yeah. in terms of weeks yeah. on the charts. Yeah, it's right up there with Whoop Whoop Gangnam Style by the by the yeah. great South Korean artist. Yeah. And household name Psy. <laughs> I wonder if Jason's ever heard of Psy. That we we could compile. Maybe that's. Anyone emailing us, we'll compile a yes. list, and then when we have them next, we'll we'll hit them with a bunch of these. We should do a red circle. Yeah, because Jason doesn't listen anyways. We should do a red circle, and we should ask Jason stuff like, "Who is Psy? or who well, who is the artist? What's a better question? Who is Psy? or what? Who is the artist that had the massive early two thousands hit, Gangnam Style? Cause he, I mean, Jason's a Dodger fan. I've seen, I've haven't gone to a Dodger game with Jason Stewart, but I've seen him at the Dodger game several times. I think he just who is Psy because everyone has heard Gangnam Style. Like, I'm sure my mom yeah. would be like, "Oh yeah, that was on in the store." Like, everyone's heard yeah, that. Yeah, but yeah, what do you know banger. who Psy is? Yeah, 
Yeah. Who? Yeah. Do you know who size? Uh, so little Nas X fantastic marketer. Cause you know, he released that song and they wouldn't put it on country radio. I wonder why not. Uh, huh? I wonder what the reason was that little Nas X couldn't get any country radio airtime. It's not the country Hmm. world I know. And then he's like, how about I let Billy Ray Cyrus sing the hook? And Billy Ray Cyrus, his star had fallen many years. He had one hit. Oh, yeah. It's like getting Rick Springfield to sing your song. Yes, exactly. And... It blew up. It was a massive hit. And then he's like, oh, by the way, this song that you guys are all playing, it's 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 performed by a gay black man. What's up? Yeah. And now he's like, hey, I put Satan's blood in my shoe. And people are like, oh, my God. He's is it really Satan's blood? Like, guys, there is no Satan. Like, he's just tricking you. I've many times been on record. Like, I'm, I'm not into religion at all. But even if you are into religion, you know there's not like a cloven hoofed guy with a pitchfork. You know, you know that's not a real thing, right? Right. <laughs> like you know that. No matter no matter what you believe in, you don't really think that the, it's like this old timey guy with a pitchfork who's like, "I'm the devil." Yes. Yeah. It's are you also that dude Noah that was 600 years old didn't build a boat that could take all the planet's species. You know, there was way more species back then than the ones you know now. There's hardly any animals on this planet and the animals since we came around. kill each other. Of course. You, th- you think a tiger's just going to kick it with a gazelle? So no matter how spiritual you what? are, yeah. you know yeah. Lil Nas X isn't fucking around with a, with a, like the guy with horns wearing the red. What about, a, what about a mosquito? You get a mosquito on that fucking ark. Everybody's dead. There's nobody surviving that. This is, mosquito's the fucking number one animal killer in the history of the world. You think of the fucking arcs? And also, like, how good were they at making ship, at ship building back then? The, the whole fucking world flooded? And the only thing that survived was this boat that Noah built? Fuck Noah. They didn't have AccuWeather back then. They didn't have... Yeah, they didn't know... Well, God talked to him. Oh, right, right, right. God was like, hey, what's up? I'm just send a flood. Oh yeah. Also, all of your also, brethren are pieces of shit. So yeah, we're going yeah. to kill everyone and yeah. just make the rest of the world spawn from inbreeding. Yeah, and also, God, kind of an asshole. Hey, you guys haven't been listening. Well, why'd you give us free will, dickhead? <laughs> You're just. Hey, I'm gonna have to flood things. But you guys aren't listening. But again, I'm not trying to fuck on your spirituality. But you have to know that there's no. Devil. I am. There's no devil. There's not. There's no devil, and there's also no God. I remember. I, um, I remember when my daughter was like five years old. She might have even been littler, and she's like, "Hey, Dad." She's like, "I just want to. Can I tell you something?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And she's like, "There is no Santa, and there's no Easter Bunny, and there's no Jesus either." And I'm like, "Okay." Five. Yeah, I mean, yeah, she might. Have, she might have been six. 
Oh my god! That's hard. Then she got mad. Then she got. <laughs> she got then she got mad at me because I just assumed she no longer believed in Santa Claus. But then she started re-believing in Santa Claus, and she's yeah, she's that's announced like the best she, part about being a kid. I know. And then she announced that I ruined Santa Claus for her, and I'm like, "You're the one that told me there was no God, and there was no Easter Bunny, and there was no Santa Claus either." Like I just I got that from you. I was keeping it going. What do I know? Don't bum me out. Okay, what's the next door? Right, hey, who makes Little Nas's Satan shoes? Because I might, I might have to cop. Well, they're making only six hundred sixty-six pairs, and they're going to cost like a thousand dollars. So, like, yeah, oh, this that's is a, too much. This is a whole marketing grab, but I do like it in theory. Yeah. I really want a pair of. Do you remember the Converse Weapon, Ed? Mm, if I saw it, but no, I don't know. Go- Google it, Converse Weapon. I want a pair. Um, Introduce the next story and then Google the Converse weapon. High school football coach in Duxbury, Massachusetts was fired for having players use Auschwitz in play calls. (laughs) (laughs) He can't be more on brand as a Massachusetts guy. Massachusetts. The last in Massachusetts. So I imagine Duxbury. The Converse weapon. it, It feels like weapon. Feels like. Feels like Western Mass, Duxbury, right? Then that's Western Mass is like real wild. Where <laughs> it's feral. You know, oh it's, yeah, these are like the old yeah. Larry Bird, uh, Magic yes, Johnson the bl- ones. Like the Magic Johnson Whoa. ones, the the Lakers ones are the best. But the, I I would want the Celtics version, the black and white. The Celtics. I see this in size eleven. Amazon seventy. Oh, they have them on Amazon. Seventy bucks. Oh really? Oh, Hang on. I'm but it's gonna be like either. size. Size seven. Yeah, yeah. That's mm. like Max Verstappen would wear that size, you know, or Yuki Sonoda. Yeah, it's just small sizes. One time, one time, it's, I don't know if he wants to be praised, but one time, oh, well, I'll say it. One time, I saw I was it was like old, you know, seventies, one of those seventies sports accounts, or like one of those one of those accounts on Twitter that like shows cool old pictures of like ball players yeah, and stuff yeah. and somebody and uh, I, on Twitter, I was like, um, they did, they posted an ad for pony high tops and they were so badass ad. And I was like, I retweeted it and I'm like, I'll take these in a size 10 and a half. And, uh, and then like half an hour later, longtime Twitter follower of mine, Ryan in Laguna beach, was like, what's your address? And he fucking sent me. What? Pen. I have him. Yeah, I have him. That's amazing. I have him. What? What a fucking king. What a hero. And you know what? I wear like I don't want him like to get too worn out. But l- lately, I've been really into him, so I've been wearing him quite a bit. And not a day goes by that I wear him that somebody doesn't say, "Holy fuck, are you wearing ponies?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I am." That's pretty amazing. It's it's, it's a real eye catcher. Okay. Um. Nick Young claims he was hacked following misogynistic NCAA comment. And then he was like, I love women. I would never. So somebody yeah. hacked his account yeah. just so yeah. they could disparage the NCAA women's tournament. What's in it for Nick Young? Like, let's be honest. Who knew the, who knows that the NCAA women's tournament is going oh, on? Well, well, well hang did- on a second. What I will yeah. say Yes, is oh, there's, fundamentally sound. There's a lot of controversy because the NCAA gave the women a horrible setup. Like, 
they gave him like five free weights and they're like, yeah, there's your gym. And then they show the men's versus the women's. The problem is if they just let these athletes get paid. Sure. Then it all even itself out. And they can even out the other stuff. Yeah, that's true. But because I they don't. Agree with you. And, and then Nick Young, I think, was making the point like, well, you're not as big a draw as the, the men's. And it's like, yeah, but the whole point of Title IX, you, you just let the fucking guys get paid. And then it yeah. all evens it out. Yeah. Nobody's going to pay, pay for the backup lineman to be in a Nike yeah. ad, but they're going to pay for the Alabama quarterback yeah. to be in. Like, that's that's, that's what, how life works. What other multi-billion dollar industry exists that has a free labor force? That being said, I, point, I love point two, point, point two, point two, please. Any other multi-billion dollar industry that doesn't pay its workers. I'll, I'll I'll wait. Let me know what it is because I haven't heard of it. I don't know of it. Of course, pay them. They're professional fucking athletes. Don't pretend like they're not. They exist to make money for universities, which are for profit. Right. Go fuck yourself. I had something really funny to say before. Oh, Gino Ariema. I saw that he got vid. Oh, he's such a jerk off. But unfortunately, he recovered. Yeah, and then I saw the highlight. You got away with a real cheap call. Like they're like, "Oh, they made their 18th Final Four. Uh, and it was like they hacked the other woman and on Baylor yeah. and blah blah blah. But he he but like he hates it. He just, yeah, he 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 is so into himself, and he didn't yes. even get it legitimately. He's like a worse version of Shashevsky, yes. that kind of thing. Like he gets all the calls. He's he's awful. Yes. He's well, his whole thing is like, I would be just su- successful if I coached the men, but you you wouldn't because you don't. But on top of that, you don't. The, yeah, he's an asshole. He no, no, no. But on top of that, the 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 disparity. I mean, what what makes the men's tournament exciting is because there are these upsets because there's talent across the board in the yeah. women's in the first round. Every game is like 40 point blowout. Yeah. There's a huge yeah, disparity in terms of the top 25 teams have way more talent than everyone. It's it's crazy. Do they do it? Do, do they do a 64 team tournament? They do. Is, they do. Oh, they should just do 32 or, well, th- or I zero. Mean, I get either like, 32 again, or zero. Make yeah. it even and yeah. just pay the guys and everything's fine. Yeah. But they're trying to make yeah. it even and then not pay them and it's nonsense. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Well, it's time, it's time for now sports, now sports segment, segment on the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. Now sports, now sports, now sports, now sports, now sports. I'm talking about the segment now. Now sports, now sports, now sports segment. Ed, what's going on in the world of things that are not sports? Rest in peace to two two very uh, accomplished comedic actors. George Siegel, who was on Just Shoot Me. I think he's on the Goldbergs. I don't watch that. But uh, he's been in lots of movies and stuff. Very talented actor. And the great, great, great Jessica Walter, who was on Arrested Development. And was amazing. And the day she died, the clips that were coming out were amazing. Oh my God. She's so funny. I remember just one thing that, because I watched that show, but I didn't like, I mean, I watched it, but I didn't like rewatch it. But I I remember 
one episode where she walks in and her um her maid has like mopped herself into a corner and she walks in and she's like tell me you have an exit strategy <laughs> she was so funny she also i remember there was one time and, I, and i'm not gonna get it exactly right but she goes uh like there she was talking shit about her her maid and she goes oh please michael they didn't sneak into this country to be our friends Yes, yes, I remember that. And then I saw another clip where it was like, of a martini, and they're like, Mom, it's like nine in the morning. She goes, okay, a martini and toast. (laughs) So good. Yeah, she she was was fantastic on that show. And then she was on Archer, which I've seen some clips of, but I'm not, I I didn't watch that religiously, but just an amazing talent. Same. Yeah, she was was really good. Um, This made some headlines. I don't even know how to process it. Prince William was named the world's sexiest bald man by a cosmetic surgery firm. I mean, he looks like a goddamn horse. He got real ugly. Like he was there, real beautiful was when a, he was younger. Yeah, there was a time, and it's not about him being bald, but before he was bald, where it was like, oh, he's he's like a handsome young prince, and then no, he was a snake. His mouth just kept growing. Yeah, he started to look like the dad. Right. He started off like, look. Hey, the mom was a good lady, you know? She got really fucked over by the whole being a princess thing, and they probably murdered her and all that. But she wasn't a Cindy Crawford. She was a nice-looking lady. But he, So he grew up kind of looking like the mom. And so they're like, oh, he's going to be this handsome prince. But then as often as... And high school will tell you this. A lot of times those the ugly duckling in high school or the people that haven't matured in high school, you see them at that 10 year reunion and you're like, Oh, I messed up. And meanwhile, the beautiful chick, she's stayed on that meat and potatoes diet and she's not, not, not so special anymore. Same thing happened with this. They were worried that, 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 Harry was a ginge. Also, there's very, there's many beautiful ginges. Ginges get a bad rap. They're worried that Isla Fisher comes to mind. Oh, they were wor- big fan. Yes, yes, they were worried. Jessica Chastain. They were worried that Harry was a ginge and that made him not handsome. The kid's beautiful, and also his dad is definitely not Prince Charles. His dad is that one colonel that she had an affair with because he looks exactly like him. Oh, I thought you said he was a polo player or something. Might have been. You know how those rich guys do it. They're like in the <laughs> army because they're... But they're in like the fake army. They're, like they're, they're, right. they're in a post where nobody's ever going to come at exactly. them. Exactly. But Harry flew choppers. Like he's kind of real. Anyway. He also like, dressed who like some, Hitler in a... Uh, that's true. Yeah. That's pro- Hey, look. That's problematic. That's pro- I, 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 I can't defend that. He So... Like Bruce Willis is still. What, what about The Rock? Dwayne Johnson. The, Bruce Willis, The Rock. At, look, he's got some shitty style. Michael Jordan's a better looking guy than fucking. What's his name? William. Yeah, but I mean that's the Hitler mustache. My, Michael, and he fancies, he fancies a nip of Grandpa's old cough syrup. You see him in that documentary. The eyes are all bloodshot. Uh, he's I'll dr- never he's watch drinking. That you know that. 
Oh, I know. That's true. I forgot about that. I forgot about that. It's you didn't miss much. It but, was it was. But very in general, glowing. there are plenty of good looking bald dudes. I mean, fucking yes. fucking Ed Harris is way better looking than than Prince William. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a little old, but yes, I, yeah, I'll give you that. He's a fantastic I'm just saying, actor. Like, you can go. You can find bald guys everywhere. Yeah, it's. Yes, I agree with you. 100%. Hundo P. There's so many better looking bald guys than Prince William. That's a fact. What else? Uh, Anti-vaxxers are mad about Krispy Kreme's free donut offer. Um, so they, 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 they made an offer that if you can sh- prove that you're vaccinated, you get a free donut every day for the rest of the year. Oh, and how does that affect anti-vaxxers? Not at all. Because oh, because they're it's not encouraging eligible. people to get a vaccine. Oh, right. well, fuck them. F- I mean... Yeah, f- go go fuck yourself. And you know what? Well, it's a good idea because I haven't had a Krispy Kreme in like a decade. And yeah. I'm kind of thinking, I would kind of like to cash in on one of those this year. They'll, I, I'll tell you what, I haven't had one in a long time. but They're good. They'll fucking lay you out, dude. You eat one of those things. Yes, but and once, I mean... Yeah, yeah, no, I'm no, I'm saying you should have one. I'm saying you should absolutely have one. And also, if you're anti-vaccine... You're a horrible person. How can you be pro-sugar? Sugar is much worse for you than vaccines. And... Vaccines prevent disease. Sugar causes disease. And... Go fuck yourself. If you're anti-vaxxer, you, yeah. you don't use... And you're never in a car, right? You're never in an airplane because you're just trusting that somebody did something exactly yeah. correct and safe. Like right. you don't, you you've never eaten a, uh, a Dorito. You've never eaten almost anything, but uh, yeah. but vegetables but that are grown in your backyard. Only- yeah, vaccines are only ninety five percent. Even in the best case, they're only ninety five percent effective. So, so somebody's going to have measles at some point and you're going to encounter them. So good luck with that. God. Good for you. Awful yeah. people. Have a fucking donut on me. Um, New Orleans priest faces felony charge after allegedly having sex with dominatrices on altar. How's that illegal? Uh, Is there, they're consenting adults. I'm guessing it's against the, the church rules. I read somewhere that, and I don't know how, you never know how these studies are conducted. But I read that the number of priests that are sexually active, it's actually like like way higher than you're thinking. It's like 50%. <laughs> priests are, and not, and I'm not just talking about with altar boys. I'm talking no, about no, just like just banging it out. Because they're human beings. It turns out human beings, not to the, not to the level of LSU Lala, obviously, but Human beings, they like to fuck. Human beings like to have sex with dominatrixes on church altars. And I'll tell you what, that sounds pretty fucking hot. What's he going to jail for? I don't get it. Yeah. Trespassing? I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, anybody who's signing up for a life of celibacy, there's something wrong suspect. with them. Yeah, you're suspect. And I, I'm you're related sus. to them. I, my you're uncle's sus. a priest. Yeah. I, there's something yes. wrong and I get... 60 years ago 50 years ago where it's like well and probably almost definitely the case of my uncle it's like well my my family is gonna have a problem with me because i'm gay sure yes so you know my grandparents i could definitely see would have had a problem with my grand with my and also 
And also the, the schools and the church yes. every Sunday was pounding that message into your head that you're, that there's something wrong with you that not that, not that there's something wrong with you, that you're evil, that you're, you're the worst thing you can be is attracted to your own same sex. That's the worst thing you can be. But so much. Imagine that. that. Right. It's, it, I mean, how does that not fuck you up? How, 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 how is there a just and loving God? That's right. That, that, that picks his favorites. Are you fucking kidding me? Right. Get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. Shove it up your ass. <laughs> What's next? Ed? Um, Naked woman pulled from Florida storm. Oh, I'm into that. Says she was trapped for three weeks. Really? What'd she eat? Oh, it's frogs. Yeah. I, I mean, I did read something Roaches. at the bottom of this that uh, I like. They tell the whole story. Well, she was reported missing on this date. And then yeah. they said, uh, the woman's mother oh, said her daughter yeah. has a history of doing odd things and making... Yeah. And making bad decisions due to her mental health and substance abuse issues. She was a methadone patient and received her last dose the day before she went missing. Here's what happens. Here's what happens. You're getting shit-faced at some dive bar. And some moderately handsome dude with a pinky ring is like, Hey, I got a car outside. We're going to fucking Atlantic City. AC. And you're like, fuck it, I'm wasted, I'm in. A couple weeks later, you sober up. You're like, fuck, how the fuck did I get to Atlantic City, AC? You're like, I got to get back to Florida. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to tell people I was missing or kidnapped. A lot of times these people will say they've been kidnapped. And then you go, you fucking crawl in some storm drain. And you say, and you get all mossy. You get typhoid. And you're like, hey. I've been here the whole time. Prove me wrong. Change my mind. Have I been in this storm drain the whole time? Yes or no? You know who's going to say no? Yeah, you can't, you can't People say been looking I in that storm drain storm for you. Drain. Yeah, can't prove a negative. I've been in this storm drain. I say I have. You say I haven't. <laughs> and you haven't been using your ATM card or your credit card because a you don't have one because you're a methadone. But also the the guy that took you to AC Atlantic City, he was paying for shit. It's a fucking wise, wise move. I used to work with a guy who went on a three-day cocaine bender, and oh, yeah. uh, he just told his wife, like, I think I was kidnapped. Oh, it happens all the time. That's a regular story. I, he, he started I in New York, like ended up in D.C., and, like, came to on Sunday night and from, like, Thursday to Sunday. Oh, my God. Just, what a party. Just told his wife, and he, he, first of all, his wife sucked, and his kids were ugly, yeah. so... Is it, oh, is this is this one of your Wall Street buddies? Because I feel like that's a pretty common occurrence well, there, here, here in, the, the, in the Bonds world. I had yeah. a double. Uh, I was the lifeguard at the pool in yeah. high school, or no, in college, where yeah. his ugly kids used to go. Oh, my God. And then several years later, like six years later, I was working on Wall Street with the dad. And I kind of understood why he was uh, yeah. he was ingesting copious amounts of cocaine. Sure, because his kid, his wife yeah. was miserable and his kids were ugly. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, that's that's an amazing story. We should get him on the show. Him and, <laughs> him and, uh, and Craigslist threesome. Uh, Chet Hanks declared the upcoming season a white boy summer 
And I know you've, I, I just saw on Twitter before the show that you've already spoken yeah. about this. So I don't know if you, I don't, he's, I mean, he's, he's a delightful moron. I, Chet Hanks, I, Chet Hayes. Yeah. I, I saw a tweet that I thought was pretty good. Somebody said, Tom Hanks makes acting look so easy and parenting look so tough. I know. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. It's tough. It's tough. It's tough tough because he amuses me, Chet Hayes. I follow him on Instagram. And is he he just that guy? Like, is he exactly who you think he is? He's just that guy. And what, and part of, his thing is is that he dates i don't know if it's exclusively he date he dates black women and so when he's saying it's white boy summer he wants he's letting black women know that he's available for the summer is i think the vibe i don't want to defend the guy i don't but i find him amusing and i don't think he's intends to be racist by saying it's white. Well, he's the, the funny thing when I was reading about this is he said, now I don't mean in a Trump way when, or, or NASCAR, NASCAR he said, but the only yeah. people that are going to care about it being a white boy summer, like in yeah. the, the racist way, I don't know. Yeah. Are, are, it, I know. I know. It's a hard, it's, it's, de- it's, it's a third rail sort of, place to be oh, oh, oh jesus i almost knocked my computer over hold on let's play one of his instagrams okay. and see i can play it from my phone and we can just see just got to the factory we just dropped the black queen summer and the stop hate and i'm getting to work right now on the black king brown boy latina queen asian boy and asian queen summer it's everybody's summer baby don't let them tell you different suck a ducking and dummy dodging all day you know what it is i got something for everybody just stay tuned i got you Love one. So he's. Yo, oh, now he's wearing. Look, he's wearing a shirt that says yeah, Black man. Queen. Got the Black Queen shirts. Yeah. And uh, what I really want to see is I want to see some white boys and some Black Queens wearing each other's shirts. Yeah. But I think I like this one even better, man. I don't know about he's, you, but I'm just gonna keep rocking. You know, one. he's not a super Tag- intelligent, dude. But like a, you know, I think I think I don't think he has bad intentions. That's all I'll say. I- I, I, I kind of I agree with speak you. For him, I think the most yeah. jarring thing for America is like is that is, is everyone dad loves his dad. I mean, if you don't he, love his I, dad, yes. there's something wrong with you. Yeah. His, I will say this: anything Chet Hayes, Chet Hanks, Chester Hanks does on his Instagram or in life, none of it can possibly be as upsetting as that time his mom rapped OPP. <laughs> You know, when 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 Tom and Rita got COVID a year it, ago. It was real. It became real to when us. When they got it. Yeah. I remember reading, well, Tom is filming a movie there, but Rita had just pref- yeah. performed. She's a singer? Yes, she's a musician. Yeah. I've seen her sing like on TV and stuff. Yeah. I didn't I didn't know that at all. And yeah. then the yeah. rapping to show that she was healthy <sighs> kind of made the rest of us feel a little ill. <sighs> Oh, it, I mean, I'm the hairs, the very few hairs I have on my back right now, Ed, <laughs> are standing at attention because Rita's wrapping of OPP on Instagram uh, upon her recovery from the vid. It's, it's, COVID, it's the def- COVID-19. definition of the word problematic. 
it was it was just so much to deal with I, and it's just i'm it's like i'm fine that she did it i'm happy for her if it makes her happy i just i didn't sign up to see it i don't know how i saw it like i didn't ask to see it and i saw it and i can't unsee it and it just made me so sad and now that we're talking about it again i'm still sad it just bummed <laughs> me out so much it was such a bummer uh, well you're about to get sadder wyoming couple creates seven foot tall garfield snow sculpture and they call it a really fun tradition. I mean, Ed, how? This is another reason that it's insane that Jay Stu hasn't seen Magnum. Because in the 1980s, and the young people in our audience probably won't understand this. We were so starved for entertainment that, that Garfield a comic strip, a comic strip in which we covered one time on this show. <laughs> John once ate his own Guzzled cum. Guzzled it. Guzzled his own cum. A comic strip about an unfunny cat and his unfunny dog and his unfunny owner was a, a, a phenomenon. It was inescapable. It was, it was, it was t-shirts it was all the all the merch. Name a merch. It was a merch. It was specials. Your teachers cartoon would have specials. Mugs. Yes. Also, Garfield was a red and black cat, right? Orange and yes. black. There was another orange and black cat called Heathcliff. Right. Heathcliff was eaten had, out of garbage cans. Yeah, we had and Heathcliff, I would argue, the much more interesting cat of the two. Garfield. Much more famous. Garfield was a cat that hated Mondays. And Why? Cats don't know what fucking day it is. They love lasagna. B, what kind of monster? Loved, what loved, owner feeds yeah. a cat lasagna? Who feeds their fucking cat lasagna? The guy who guzzles his own semen. Yeah. 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 John, Jim Davis. Right. Who? Indiana's own Jim Davis, who liked to, to drink his own cum, which was made clear on that one that we covered on this on this show that one time. Yeah, and so this Wyoming couple, I get it. You're in Wyoming. But what are you, painting the snow orange? What are you doing? Yeah, no, I saw a picture. They painted the snow orange. That's exactly what they did, Ed. They made a a snowman that was like kind of fat all, instead of like the three balls, it was just like kind of more blob. It was three balls, but it was like kind of smoothed together. So it didn't look like a snowman. It was cat shaped. It was Garfield shaped. And they painted it orange and black, like Garfield. They did the whole thing. They gave it a tail. Uh, wh- wh- since when was Garfield a thing? Even the Garfield movie had had Jennifer Love Hewitt in it, and she hasn't been around in fifteen years. Insane. Um, it's crazy. Healthcare workers are bragging on TikTok TikTok about forging vax cards. Oh, because they don't, they didn't actually get vaccinated. Yeah, because they found a stash of the cards, and then they're just bragging about then it. Then they just they, go, oh, I'm vaccinated. My my okay. thought for that is we just trade yeah. one drug offender that should have been out of jail already and put them yeah. in. Yes. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I'm fine with that. I'm good with that. Uh, Vietnamese tenants say a New York City inspector called them, sent them an official letter that called them Ching Chong. I mean, that's Chinese. I'm just, I grew up around many Vietnamese people. I've spent time with Vietnamese people, many Vietnamese. And Ching Chong, is, that's Chinese. That's, that's old school, Vietnam, 80s Viet- Chinese. 
Yes, yes, exactly. That's not even that's not even close. And that that does not well that 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 New York City inspector, that sounds like a union gig. Ed. I don't I imagine I imagine he's got quite a bit of job security. He's never jogging that. to something he's running late for. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> he'll get he'll get there when he gets there. He'll call people whatever the fuck he wants to call them. And he's done that job for thirty years and he's gonna retire with ninety-three percent of his salary right. for the rest of his life. It's it's a pretty good gig. Suzanne Summers, old Chrissy Snow, is now seventy-four years old, and she and her husband, Alan Hamill, eighty-four. She she said on a podcast they have sex three times before noon every day. I I feel like we it's of course it's too much. I feel like we've covered her how much Chrissy Snow likes to fuck many times on this show. I think this is she regularly comes out with the story. Hey, I'm I'm Suzanne Summers. I live in Malibu. I'm rich as fuck from that thigh master. I'm glad. And I'm glad I didn't know this information in the '90s, early '90s. Yeah. Yeah. Because I might have hurt myself. I, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, those Thigh Master commercials, like the infomercial yeah. that would go for a half hour, yeah. that was perfect. Yeah. Remember the beginning? I just watched a Three's Company the other day. It was a, it was a Terry episode. Oh, great. And it, it was pretty good. Terry, it must have been when Terry was first on the show because she's on a date with Larry Dallas, <laughs> AKA Larry Dallopoulos. And Larry Dallas. Final four participant. Yeah, he was not a young man at the time. Oh, I, I must I, I, I must have talked about it on that on the last no, episode. Tag, it we, was pretty we good. We texted about it after. Oh, okay. T- Terry. Terry was pretty solid. It was when they got to Chrissy's cousin yeah. as the third roommate. What was her name? She was a... Uh, Cindy. It was Cindy. And she was a Cind- dingbat. She yes. Was, she was like... She was... Yeah. It wasn't working. that was a, that was that's when that's when things took a turn and then Jack didn't have to pretend to be gay. Imagine there was on a TV show, the <laughs> like whole premise of the TV show, show, yeah, is you couldn't live with female roommates unless you were a gay man. Unbelievable. Uh, that's Suez. But oh, hold on, that is too much fucking. By the way, for a seventy-four and but he's too much, eighty-four. Come it's on, too much for a thirty-four-year-old couple. What? Yes, I agree. Seventy-four I agree. and eighty-four. Who is he? Yes. Are we supposed to know like, who if, Alan Hamill is? No, okay. no, of course not. It's it's like if you get it in twice in a day, you're doing work. You're doing good. Three times in the morning. I'll just. I would just say that's you didn't have one good session. You had three subpar sessions you didn't you had one you didn't have one amazing Does a guy one. named alan hamill sound like he's he's delivering the no. goods no I'd, I'd like to get lsu lala's thoughts on this because that guy fucks that's right but he probably can't even yeah. remember uh that's suez true. canal that the ship that finally was freed um it drew a giant dick pic in the ocean before getting stuck amazing it's i would i would i was wondering if it was on purpose because the the dick it was like a chode the dick wasn't much bigger than the balls it was like the it was like a th- what is what are those like it's not an infinity symbol but it's like a three lobed oh, infinity symbol saying. do you know what i'm talking yeah, about yeah, yeah. it's it was like one of those the dick was so tiny in the dick that it drew if yeah, it, it was, had been on purpose the ball to dick ratio it would be a much bigger dick staggering. right 
Yes. Yeah. The balls were equal in size to the dick, which was made me think it was an accident. I did like that. It's how does that even happen? And why is the Suez Canal so fucking skinny? Well, they said it was wind. I mean, this thing was built like it's huge. It was built in the 1800s. They haven't had a windy day before then. It's crazy. No. And how they load a lot of shit onto those tankers. You know, I live near a port. That was my old business. I was in the shipping business. Denmark. Yes. So I, you huge ships. I went to the shipbuilding yard. Oh yeah. I mean this. Oh, that's so badass. It's it's crazy how big these ships are. Like when you're standing next to it, it's bigger than the empire state building. It's, it's, it's enormous. You can't even process it. And they just fucking stack those things on there. Oh, yeah. And sometimes, sometimes rough seas, a fucking couple containers full of Mercedes Benz will just yeah. fall to the bottom of the goddamn Atlantic Mercedes Ocean. Mercedes Benz or stowaways. <laughs> right? That too. Yeah. That too. Or or those hookers from season two of that's The Wire. Right. Yes. <laughs> that's how they got here. Uh, Unbelievable. You know, our, our friend David in Salt Lake he uh, he's a great guy, and he's he's talked to us about um, you know how certain things aren't that aren't as bad as they seem from from the inside. But the yep. Utah governor governor just signed legislation requiring requiring porn filters on cell phones and tablets. So you know Utah is the number one porn consuming per capita state. I don't know why that is? Yeah, I wonder if there's any sort of like repression, religiousness involved. I will, I will say this: How about they get on their fucking beer laws? Because the shit's three and a half percent across the board. There, they won't be, they won't be so uptight. But there is a way, like if you order, you can't, you can never get a draft beer in Utah because by law it's like three and a half percent. But I think if you order a local. A Utah brewed craft beer, it can be what, yeah, it can be whatever the alcohol is. But when I go snowboarding there every year, I never see that shit. I only see the three and a half bullshit. And so I bring my own. I BYOB from the state of California where we have our freedoms. Where I come from, we have our freedoms. We can, beer can be 71% if you want. And now they're cutting back on your porn. Yeah, now they're, and that's, I mean, there's got to be an end around for that. Sure. Um, I feel like we know a little too much about Thomas Middleditch's sexuality. Saw this. Saw this. He is now accused of misconduct at a now defunct LA club cloak and dagger. Yeah. What's with, I mean, who's fucking this guy? Apparently, some people against their will, maybe, but. Yeah. He's, well, remember he was. I think we might have talked about it yeah. here. How open him and his wife are open, and his wife was way too cute for him. Let's be honest; he was hands down the worst character on that show. But that—that that was the point of him. He was the awful straight man. Yeah, he—he's horrible. And I did read this thing, and look, I don't. He's from what I understood, he got a little gropey. Not okay. There should be there should be no gropiness. Gropiness is not cool. But uh, you know, it wasn't he, he wasn't, wasn't doing 
Right. He wasn't doing, but, it, but still imagine being groped by Richard from, <laughs> from Silicon Valley, like disgusting. His best scene was when Jonah Hill eats his goldfish in Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. Oh, it's Thomas that, Middleditch. That was, was like that? his first uh, known credit, I think. That is such a good movie. Yeah. Uh, but I just don't like that we constantly are reminded of his sexuality. I don't want to know that he's having sex ever. Yeah, I, no. And also, I feel so bad for I feel so bad for that wife. Hopefully, hopefully she's left him. Yeah. By now, and I feel so bad for all these swingers because. You know, it's a real roll of the dice. You know, That's it's true. like, are you? Wait, everybody, it's like, does he like go to key parties? Is that? Yeah, I think he's. I th- yeah, I think he. You know, he he pimps his wife out in in hopes of uh, getting something coming the what other a way. Bummer to. to, to I get know. Him. I know. I feel bad for the other guy's wife. Where she's probably like, uh, let's take our keys out of the fishbowl because I don't want to end up with Richard. From Silicon Valley. <laughs> let's just go home. Let's call it a night. Let's yeah, not do this. Let's bounce. Yeah. Uh, whistleblows. B- whistleblower exposes jerk off club inside the Australian Parliament. What? Like, <laughs> like our like the um. A jack out. Seattle's premier masturbation club. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Rain City Jacks. Now it's uh Sid- Rain City Sydney Jacks. Jacks. <laughs> I think I I believe I uh, Sydney Jacks. <laughs> Brisbane Jacks, uh, I believe. Well, you know, um, Aussies are very macho. Oh yeah. I don't. I I don't think it's real cool. You know, much like Middle America, I don't think it's super cool to be gay, or or you know, a circle jerker mm. in, down under. I don't think you know. I think they they well let's, they have a name. Let's I don't work say. our didgeridoos in Parliament. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I, hey, and let's like, go to Bondi Beach and work our, <laughs> <laughs> work our kangaroos. I don't, I don't, how, how's your wallaby over there, Brent? The dingo get, ain't my give it a baby. Sque- I, I, how about you give mine a squeeze over here? <laughs> um, I don't, uh, like, uh, I don't understand when guys like, super need to like jerk it suddenly and also with other dudes that we've talked about this that you know over i mean i never felt this much in high school that i had to do it but certainly into adulthood i mean right you've got to have an outlet i mean what the problem with high school is you really need it and the the opportunities aren't as easy to get that's right. It's I've many times been shamed by you on this show for the one time. <laughs> well, the lighting. It. It was the lighting the Paris, just is, is the unsexiest lighting. It's when the when the Paris Hilton sex tape came out, somebody emailed it to me. And I was really hungover, and I was the only one in the office that day, and the office had a loft. And so I was working from my laptop on the couch in the loft. <laughs> When I got this email and I'm like, let me read it. And this is internet was slow back then. This is early two thousands. And I needed some, I'd already had a burrito or something to something to cure what ailed me. Not a wet burrito, obviously. And I certainly not for lunch. I would never, I would never condone that for lunch. Okay. That's good. I was, I watched the Paris Hilton sex tape. 
the first one that was in the dark with the the guy that married Pam Anderson with the huge hog. And I, I masturbated myself, Ed. I'm not, I'm not afraid to admit that. I, I ejaculated probably into a paper towel (laughs) and it wasn't my proudest moment, but it wasn't like there was five other dudes in the room. It was just me. Yeah. You shouldn't do that at work, but there weren't other people. It wasn't like I was in my cubicle. There weren't other people just looming. Uh, A man, I hate these kind of stories. A man demanded his last paycheck. And so his ex, I think it's Georgia. His ex boss dumped 91,515 oily pennies on his driveway. This should be a crime, right? I mean, hey, what's that? That's like nine grand. No, no, not nine hundred. Fifteen, fifteen. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, that sucks. Um, that's what? How? Like, it's too more work just to get the pennies, and also he was owed. You owed him that. You agreed to pay him money for work. He did the work. Pay him the that's money. What I'm saying. It's, it should be some pennies. sort of crime. Yeah. You can't. Yeah, I agree. You can't do that to somebody. Who's in pennies? Isn't there a penny short? When are we doing away with the penny? Like our much. They cost more. More civil. Yes, it costs more to make a penny. I believe a nickel is the same. Costs more to make a nickel than a nickel is worth. Uh, Canada long ago did away with the penny. What are we still doing with pennies over here? They're 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 a hassle. Pointless. Uh, Finally. Meatloaf is making a dating competition show called I'd Do Anything for Love, But I Won't Do That. Have sex with Meatloaf. Uh, He is, he is, his music is as good to listen to as he is to look at. I mean, he's known for that Paradise by the Dashboard Lights. He's got Phil Rizzuto. It's so awful. It's a terrible song. Yeah, the, the Scooter. Scooter Phil Rizzuto. And it's it's all it's all about getting laid. Will you love me forever? Will you never leave me? Will you love me? And then he came out with something in the in the late eighties, early nineties. I will I'll love you forever, but I won't do that or whatever. And that's like oh, I'll do anything for love, but I won't do that. Uh, there's no one even remembers that. And also what he is known for. Is his name was Robert Paulson. His name is Robert Paulson. His name is Robert Paulson because he played bitch tits in the in the in the in hindsight, not such a great movie. That was the thing you saw in the theaters. They're like, "Whoa!" And then looks badass. Rewatch, you're thinking, "Yeah, this movie kind of tough." How do I not? Yeah, and it's like, look. I'm not going to be one of these guys that was like, oh, I saw the twist or I read the book. No, I didn't, I didn't. I didn't know anything about I it. Either. I just. But yeah. But then you rewatch it and you're like, oh, how dumb am I? Like, I'm so Whereas, dumb that I watched I can, this the first I time. I can rewatch yeah. The Sixth Sense. And not, I mean, not that I do, yeah. but if I saw it again, I'd be like, yeah. well, that's still a quality movie. You just know what's coming. But yeah. this was not a quality no. movie. It just wasn't. And I, no, I, I no, Fincher has made a lot of good movies great movies that one's not one of them it's not a good movie i believe david i believe david fincher has never been nominated for academy award until i believe now that's 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 how you know they're stupid because he's one of the great directors right like you ever seen a little movie called zodiac Mm. what 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 movie won 
best director or best picture of the year Zodiac was made because that is a fucking phenomenal movie. And I challenge you to watch it today and not go, fuck, this movie's amazing. It's so good. But he's also one of those guys that might, you know how like um, Clint Eastwood is like, okay, we got you do one take. And he's like, okay, moving on. Uh, Fincher will make you do it like 60 oh, times. Break you. Yeah. Is that's his whole thing? Is he's like a real, he's a real fanatic for that. Uh, okay, is that's that it, it, Ed? Okay, really fun for Ed Daly. My name's Brian Beckner. This has been episode three hundred sixty-five of the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. We will see you next week. TBLS, hell yes, the lifestyle's baller. Podcast getting bigger and not smaller. Broadcasting weekly, that's what we do. With Easy Ed Daly and the man Jay Stew and Brian Beckner, quick to dissect the week in sports and culture. And others, my brothers, reviewing some movies and shows and the others. Top podcast, man, no one is above us. Five star, even the haters will love us. And we're not trying to talk politics a lot. We'd much rather talk about dicks a lot. Shit's so hot, man, you know the shit's on top. Top podcast, man, it really hits the spot. Listen up, you players and shot callers, TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. And you know the show is so flawless, TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. Listen up, you players and shot callers, TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. And you know the show is for all of